Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Jake with you uh, from Studio 2 here at our Vivint Smart Home Arena, Carrier Zone Sports Studios. Austin across the glass from me and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only... Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. How are you, Jake? Uh, you know, I'm 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 still here. I'm I'm standing. <laughs> I got out of bed this morning, so that's, that's a good. good solid honest answer. Yeah, right. Uh, uh how about yourself? You sound you sound upbeat. That's good. I am upbeat except for I'm a little disappointed in our state leadership. I don't know who's floating who's who's driving this boat, but man, something needs to be done with this COVID-19 thing. It's uh, it's starting to uh, to bug me, you know. Start, yesterday, starting I, to bug you. Yesterday, I went on my rant about those who don't wear masks being either selfish or stupid. And uh, today, I'd like to see somebody step up who's uh, who's piloting this boat and uh, help save lives. Uh, I, I really am to the point now where I read Robert Gerke's, uh column today, and it. it when I hear that the that at the current rate our state is at that in four to eight weeks our hospital beds will be absolutely filled to capacity, and then you get to a position like uh, the officials were early on in this whole thing in Italy and New York, where you have to start deciding who lives and who dies. It's uh, you know something has to be done to get this under control. And uh, when I see that New York City won't let Utahns fly in without uh, quarantining for two weeks because our state is one of 12 that uh, fit into that category, I think, what the hell's wrong with us here in Utah? Can we get this thing under better control? And I think there are things that could be done to make that happen. I mean, I'm not a policymaker, but it seems to me like uh, more can be done than what is being done currently. Yeah, well, we're we're going to find out because there are certain uh, pol- pol- political leaders, politicians, uh, Aaron Mendenhall, Jenny Wilson, who have uh, appealed to the governor to uh, uh, allow them to create some policy, which <laughs> apparently they legislated away from them at the beginning of this whole thing in a, a kind of an ironic uh, situation there. But uh, apparently they're mulling it over today and they will consider... 
uh, the request tomorrow. That's the latest news I've seen. Well, please, so. come on. Show the leadership that's necessary. Look, I, I like Gary Herbert. I, I've talked to him. I've spent time with him. I like Spencer Cox. I, I consider him a friend of the station. They had him on yesterday with uh, Scotty and Hans. I like John Huntsman. I, I, mean, I like these guys. I don't know the other couple of candidates as well. I like these individuals. But, man, somebody's got to step up and stem this tide. And uh, I, I don't know what, why. I'm not even suggesting that the economy needs to be shut down. But, good Lord, uh, do something that is, uh, you know, require masks to be worn in public. Do something that will stem the tide. Because right now, we're on a very dangerous, Robert Gerke was right on the money. We're on a danger, dangerous trajectory and I don't want to see people put in a situation where some some committee decides who's going to get the care they need and who isn't, who's going to live and who's going to die. I mean, something needs to be done. And those who think, oh, well, my rights, uh, I, I, I don't want anybody telling me I need to wear a mask. It, it just, again, selfishness and stupidity. I mean, our community is on a threshold of... of, of uh, <laughs> A catastrophe. So let's get this taken care of so you don't have to shut down the economy. Do what's possible. Do what's practical. I trust Angela Dunn. That's one person I trust. And the vibe I get from her is that she wants everyone to wear a mask. And if that crimps your liberty, then, uh, well, it, it doesn't crimp the greater good. And sometimes that's what's necessary. So I, I thought about our mask conversation uh, yesterday, Gordon, and, and I do think, you know, a lot of times it's one thing to say something. It's, a, it's another thing to do it. So I, I, did, uh, I did kind of a life policy uh, enactment yesterday. Can I explain? Sure. Uh, you know, I think a lot of sometimes messaging really matters in circumstances, especially when you're trying to sway hearts and minds, Right. Um, because that's, uh, you know, with masks, uh, some people wear them, some people are not. So the, the people uh, who are not, you know, regardless of, of what the law is here for a second, I'm just kind of talking broader and broader theory. You know, how, how can you communicate uh, the, the importance of it, right? And, and I thought about a more, like, positive messaging. And I thought of this, this comparison for a second here. And uh, if this totally doesn't make sense, let me know. But uh, were you in, in Utah for the flooding in 1983? Yes, Gordon? I was. Uh, have you been around other dangerous flooding uh, in your lifetime? I really haven't. That's why I ask. But, you know, it seems like in, in those circumstances when you see flooding, or I'm sure it was here, you see neighbors all filling sandbags, right, and, and protecting each other. And I would imagine the, the, the messaging to the neighbors during this circumstance is not uh, – uh, hey, get off your lazy butt and go help because you're killing the neighbor. You know that I don't. <laughs> in other words, in other words, don't do what I just did. A, a little bit. I I was just something didn't sit right about our conversation. I was trying to kind of pinpoint what, and so I think maybe if the the messaging changes to you know the like during a flood, like hey, go, we got it, we got to do this, we gotta we gotta fill those sandbags and stop that water because there are lives on the line and we're helping save our neighbor, not. Hey, you should feel guilty because you're killing your neighbor. You should help save your neighbor. And I think maybe people would respond to things a little better if the messaging 
and I, I again, I'm not, I'm not uh, citing you specifically, but just in a broader term, you know, help your neighbor out. It, well, it, the the flood is coming. We got to fill those sandbags. The, it's the, it's the everybody problem. on the same team. You know that that is, I think, uh, um, a better way to communicate it because being motivated by you know, sense of self-worth as opposed to shame or fear, maybe that works better on other people. I'm not sure that it really does because what your memory is that everybody was helping with the floods in 83. How, what was the percentage really who were helping? I mean, if, if you made the analogy straight across the board uh, to how many people were helping at that time, what percentage of the population really helped and how many didn't do anything? Uh, it probably would look kind of like the mask wearing does now, regardless of how what the rally cry sounds like. I mean, sometimes uh, sometimes the right thing is the right thing, uh, regardless of how the message is presented. So, and and I, I hear what you're saying, so but you I, I, I don't I don't know whether that really works any better than telling people that they that 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 uh, either they have to or they should or making it in no uncertain term. But you know what I did to put this this thought process into practice today, Gordon? I was at the grocery store and I saw a younger person, I don't know, you know, uh, teens or 20s or whatever and uh uh she had a cool mask on and I said, "Cool mask. That's awesome. Positive. <laughs> Thanks for wearing it. That's great. Cool mask. Yeah. Let's make it a thing." Let's make it fashionable. Let's find a way to make it appealing. Let's change the messaging to, hey, help us out. Help out your neighbor. Help save Help save grandma. Yeah, okay. Well, it, okay, I like I kind of like your attitude here because you're 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 showing that you have good faith in uh in the majority. I do. And, I do. Uh, so so maybe that maybe that would work. Whatever it is, something needs to be done differently because it's not working now. It's not working now. And I understand that if you make it mandatory, then, you know, compelling people to do things, then what are you going to do? What are the consequences going to be and all this stuff? Something needs to change. And in those countries where things have been handled properly, it seems like they're seeing a lot more success. And right now, the United States is being looked at around the globe as as foolish, for the way it's been handled too often, not in every case, but in too many of them. I get a little in Utah, and you put Utah. What are we fourth? We're fourth in per capita rate at this point. I mean, that's just not. <laughs> that just doesn't speak very well of our state. Right. I I get a little uncomfortable sometimes comparing uh, countries because. It's not exactly apples and, and oranges for a, a, a lot of uh, a lot of different reasons. But there are some things about this country, some things that, that really we really like and enjoy about our lifestyle that make it more difficult for us to handle a situation like this. I mean, if you look at uh, a place where maybe freedoms are a little bit more restricted, and they okay, handle and they handle it better, and we think, oh, I'm I'm really surprised by this because you know, or or we shouldn't be surprised by this, right? I mean, if the government welds bars onto your windows and your doors, I mean that's pretty that's, effective, that's, right? That, that, that's an overstatement. But uh, like for instance, didn't I hear Austin? Weren't we talking about New Zealand and the success that they've had down there? Yeah, for sure. They they closed their borders. They didn't let anyone out or in, and they uh, did contact tracing. Not quite as invasive as somewhere like South Korea did, 
But now, because they took those measures and people followed those measures, they are having uh, life as normal. They haven't had a positive COVID case in over three months in New Zealand. But but see, that's an example of what I'm talking about, though. Five people live in New Zealand, and it's an island. Five I mean, people. those are those are some strategic advantages to combating a pandemic, don't you think? I don't know. It could be. It could make it worse. It could if they didn't handle things correctly. I'm not saying that they didn't do anything. They obviously did. And they obviously handled it uh, in the right way. But comparing how New Zealand handles the coronavirus to the entire United States of America is is unfair. Well, it's a sample, though. 4.886 million, by the way. Uh-huh. So there's more people in New Zealand than there are in Utah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, a, a fraction of what lives in, uh, what, New York City. Right, but we're talking about Utah right now, and Utah sucks. <laughs> but and Utah, the way things are, and Utah's not an island, and all there's all there's all sorts of different factors. And I'm not I'm not trying to paint a rosy picture. I'm just saying sometimes those comparisons, I I don't really buy into. Yeah, but yeah, look, you're you're being too literal with it. There there are measures that can be put into place that would that would make head this in a better direction. Uh, I mean, there were parts of the European Union that didn't isolate at all. And they're on the downward slope. I don't know. It's uh, you. You can find outliers left and right, Jig, but put two and two together. If Angela Dunn says wearing masks is going to help this, help this, limit this, then I believe it. Oh, I do too. One hundred percent. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not arguing that fact. What I'm most disappointed in is I think if this weren't an election year, you'd have someone saying, "Put your masks on." But they're not going to right now until July first. It probably well, it that, plays that, into might, it. That, that might be somewhat ironic because if you don't say that, it may end up costing you the election. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, see, it's here's, a game. here's the it's thing. I mean, I understand. I understand that there's sacrifices that need to be made, uh, but uh, and it might be troubling for some folks. But if you're trying to preserve. Uh, the health, the overall, the general health of our of our state, and you're trying to also uh, bolster the economy. Well, those two things can go hand in hand. I'm not saying shut down the economy of the state. I'm saying put the freaking masks on, and then you you may you'll limit the spread and you'll help the economy because if it continues on its current path, then it is going to damage the economy at some point. In a significant way. Well, I'll tell you what, Gordon. If there are uh, are others that feel the same way you do about what's going on with these politicians, then uh, we may have the first Democrat governor we've had since Scott Matheson. <laughs> the thing is, the, I like these Scott guys. Senior, by the way, Scott Matheson, senior. Yeah. So I mean, the, I guess what I uh, my response uh, would be in in the long term, let's let's focus on accountability. I'm not going to lie; this whole situation has uh, swayed my vote on a couple of things, 100. percent Well, okay. See, I like the I like the guys we mentioned. Step up and grab this bull by the horns. Make a difference. Don't just let it run its course. Don't get up in front of the cameras and just say, "Gosh, we we really would appreciate it if everyone would put a mask on." But we're not going to require it, even though you got mayors of the biggest cities in Utah begging you to do it. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure that out. Uh, it's, it seems like it. Come on, do something, you know, to make this better. You got you got lives at risk here. 
we can do this better than we're handling it. Should I run for office? No, I never. I'm not electable. But I, I, tell you, I feel like one of these guys who, and all those guys are smart and capable politicians, and I think they have good qualities. But handle this crisis the way it needs to be handled. Sit down with Angela Dunn and listen to her. And take her recommendations because it's going to end up helping the health and it's going to end up helping the economy in the long run if you sacrifice now. Do it and get it done so we can move in a more productive uh, direction. Right now, it's not looking good. I think think they're going to have an issue with enforcement on their hands if they go that direction. It's better than people dying. Uh. Well, here's a here's a couple of tweets coming in. I like this from Mike. He says, I'm so bought in on masks now and wearing my uh, I am experiencing what I cannot believe mask envy, as I've uh, termed it. Speaking of fashion, I wish my mask I was wearing was cooler or looked like others. Hashtag only in 2020. So see, let's make it a cool thing. And then uh, Jeff says, uh, why is there no outrage by Salt Lake City officials over protesters without masks? Th- those so protesters we- should be wearing masks. I, I think that's right. I think they should be wearing freaking masks. Okay. The, Come, but, but this uh, brings you- me to the enforcement part. How, okay. how, exactly, <laughs> how exactly would you enforce this policy uh, at a protest? Uh, well, okay. That, that is probably the most difficult of all situations. So you give them a pass, but not somebody no, on a playground. I wouldn't give them a pass. What I would do, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know the practicality of these things, but uh, I might have a bunch of masks and start handing them out and say, if you want to continue protesting, put this on. And if they say no, then you send them home. And what if they say no to that? Uh then for the greater good of the community, then then maybe you, uh, well, I would put them in a car and take them home. Because I got to tell you, if I were in law enforcement and my boss came to me and said, uh, see that guy in the middle of that crowd right there that's not wearing a mask? I want you to go enforce that. <laughs> I, if I were that cop, I would look at my boss and say, you know what? It's it's private security for me. You have a nice day. I mean, I think, like, I think they, uh, like they, no way. That's so that that and how you would have to figure out how to deal with that issue. And I don't it, think saying, well, you got to go home is going to work in the name of positivity and in the name of having some degree of faith in our fellow citizens in this state. I believe that most people would put the mask on. Well, I would hope they would now. Again, well, back I to would messaging. Too. Save grandma. Yeah, That's, I would. Uh, you would think so, but obviously, you talk about lack of message getting across, and what we have here is a failure to communicate. Well, we'll see how it goes. They're considering uh, the request from Salt Lake County and Salt Lake City apparently tomorrow, so we'll have some more answers. Let's Good. get to uh, some sports coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. Uh, we've got NBA news. There's kind of a lot of different things today, Gordon. We'll get to it all coming up next on the Big Show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the Zone.
Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Uh, some light breaking news. Uh, I don't know. Some little breaking news. Gwen Snyder is going to do a media availability coming up tomorrow. Austin is telling me at 3 o'clock. So uh-huh. I'm hoping we can air that live. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that until I'm sure, but Austin is nodding yes. So well, that's good why news. I too hope that we'll be yeah, carrying that be. live. Yeah. That sounds totally within reason. Yeah, I would think so. So that's uh, that's really good news. Uh, Coach Schneider going to talk. It'll be good to hear from him, especially now that the uh, the ball is rolling, so to speak. And Gordon, let's get to uh, some uh, NBA news because there's a lot of kind of. Little bits and pieces uh, out there today. So, uh, but let's start with uh, let's start with J.R. Smith appears to be the top candidate to replace Avery Bl- uh, Bradley on the Lakers roster. Now, Bradley has said he's not going to Orlando because of uh, family obligations. Gordon, where he has a six-year-old son, I believe, who's uh, I don't know specifics, but uh, maybe has some immune issues, so would be unable to join him in the bubble, and he feels more comfortable staying at home, which, uh, of course, I certainly can respect. And uh, now they're considering, though, J.R. Smith. Uh, as a replacement, Gordon. Any any thoughts on uh, Jr. Hadn't been in the league in a while. Yeah, I was just thinking that. When was the last time we saw Jr. Smith play basketball? It was uh, two seasons ago, where basically he <laughs> petered out with the Cavs. I think yeah, when he blew the world, the uh, not the World Series, the NBA Finals. I don't know, but he came back the next year because they regretted with uh, just the Cavs because yeah. they regretted that deal. His his deal that Le- that LeBron signed him to right, was exactly. just crippling, and they you basically know, asked him not to play. But that's the lasting memory of J.R. Smith right, is the finals. not knowing how to play basketball. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now he's going to be back with LeBron apparently. <laughs> well, uh, you think LeBron might have had something to do with that? Yeah. I don't know, but it, it does does the Orlando bubble does this grand uh, experiment, so to speak, really need J.R. Smith? Does that sound like a <laughs> like a real terrific idea? A good thing to add to the uh, all the other commotion. Uh, but as far I don't know how much gas he has left in the tank. I will tell you this: Avery Bradley is a loss for the Lakers. Yes, that, that I is agree. A, that is a blow. He is a good that player is. and one of the few players uh, outside of LeBron that actually has legit, you know, playoff big game experience. Yes, I I hear exactly what you're saying, and I I, I <laughs> Avery Bradley. I mean, I don't know whether that's going to you know, cost the Lakers a title, but would I rather have Bradley than J.R. Smith? You better believe it. Ten times over. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes, but sounds to me like he's got a rock-solid reason. So... Well, there's some uh, now. What what do the Lakers do? A lot of people think uh, that they'll start uh, Caldwell Pope, but I'm pulling for my favorite player in the league right now, Alex Caruso, to slide into that spot. <laughs> He's a cult figure down there in L.A. now. <laughs> I love that guy. That that guy is, he, you know what, and he's good. And and we'll, he is. we'll talk about some G League stuff today, but, I mean, he's a real G, a G League success story. I mean, uh, he's played his way into a, a roster spot, not unlike uh, somebody like Royce O'Neal for the Jazz, and he's he's critical to what the Lakers, uh, to what the Lakers do. He plays really well alongside LeBron, and uh, he'll get more of an opportunity in this situation in, in Orlando. Well, I don't think it really matters that uh, Bradley will not be playing because the Lakers have been practicing illegally for a long time now. And they're probably going to hit the floor running, whereas other teams have been scattered and whatnot. Uh, 
Do you believe that? Oh, I'm sure they all have been playing. Some people have said that uh, this is uh, a serious violation and uh, as serious as uh, PEDs. Oh, come on. Whatever. I mean, you can't, you can't control. I mean, you couldn't control certain jazz players' access to a basketball hoop. I mean, Mike Conley has a has a whole uh, stadium in his house. I mean, how how would you ever legislate that to make it all on an even playing field? It's just impossible. They, they should just turn a blind eye, forget about it, and move on. It really so no, you have, you have no problem with the. Uh... With the Lakers meeting up at uh, a shoe executive's mansion that happens to have a a court. Well, uh, I, I'm sure practicing away, even though other teams have not had that opportunity. I'm sure uh, there there are people out there that would not uh, would not approve. But I guess my my answer would be, well, what, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> well, you know, what are you really going to do about it? Shame on you. You secretly met up and practiced uh, a month ago. Well, <laughs> you know, unique times. So you think this this if this is in fact been happening, that uh, you, you, you have a problem with the Astros stealing signs, but you don't have a problem with the Lakers holding secret practices. Uh, was it cheating? Would you say it was cheating? Well, I mean, they, they violated state law, but lots of athletes do that. I don't know. It seems like it's been something of an advantage. I mean, uh, not the point, though. the 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 point is, it is is it against the rules? The, the well, rules think, were they I couldn't think it go. Is, it is against the rules. How isn't so? It? The, the rule was they couldn't go to team practice facilities. Those had to be closed. They didn't do that. I mean, but what was the what what rule did they break? I don't know. What Again, they aside from it out. aside from state law, well, aren't I, I get, state laws rules? Not, I mean, athletes break state law all the time. It doesn't affect their basketball career. But by breaking the state law, they got an advantage that another team that didn't break the state law didn't. And there's other teams in that state that didn't break that state law, allegedly. Not the NBA's problem. (laughs) Did they break an NBA rule or not? That's the NBA's problem. Well, I don't know. Did they? Uh, Maybe they did. Because the Houston Astros definitely broke a Major League Baseball rule. Many, 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 many times over. I don't think these guys broke any NBA laws. Are you sure about that? Um, I don't I know. I've been, fo- I've been following their policy. There was a rule. That they couldn't meet up? They couldn't they meet couldn't, up at the... They, 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 couldn't they couldn't have official team activities? No, that they couldn't allow workouts. They didn't allow workouts. The players did it on their own. Well... <laughs> Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. That matters. What are you talking about? That matters. Okay, so they didn't do it at the facility, but they're still doing it. They're they're Americans. They can do what they want in their free time. What are you talking about? <laughs> All I know is if, the if NBA... they were using the row machine, would you have an issue with that? I mean, what's the, what are we talking no, about here? No, this is a joint workout during the during the course of the quarantine. But to Jake's point, not an NBA sanctioned yeah, group workout. Right. Like I said, I mean that's just how you pronounce it. <laughs> what if what if uh Mike Conley uh had his shooting coach move in? 
Would that would that be a, some sort of violation of whatever rule we're inventing today? It's a violation of the spirit of the rule. I, I don't know uh, if it's a, a technical violation, but I think it is. I would I would judge that that is a violation. Well, okay. I I think I think that uh, what most difference NBA does it make whether it's in the team you. facility or not? I because mean, it can't still, be a sanctioned thing. It's, but it's in a facility, and the team is getting together to practice. Oh, so, so what? Man, you're an anarchist. Well, you're trying to control these guys' personal lives. The NBA can't can't control what they do 24 hours a day. And if they decided to figure out a way to get together, and the cops didn't raid the joint, well, what are you going to do? I, I'm surprised you're so worked up over this. That's my favorite name Gordon's ever called anybody, though. That was a great moment. What do you call me, Gordon? An anarchist? Yes. Oh. That's great. Okay. Jake is an anarchist. If anyone in my life I had to label an anarchist, I'd probably it could pick be Jake. Me. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I can <laughs> see why you would uh, you would uh, <laughs> you would think that. Well, I I just don't know what you I, they didn't break any rules. I mean, we can't we can't It depends on how you define that. I think they did break a rule. Which one? The NBA is not allowing team workouts. They didn't have a team workout. Yes, they did. They got together at a gym. And had a team workout. So? It wasn't sponsored by anything. This is America. What kind of response is that? I tell you what they did. You say so? We have the freedom (laughs) to congregate, sir. (laughs) We do. There's a difference between congregating and the L.A. Lakers getting together in some rich guy's gym to hold workouts. It pays to know rich guys, man. Well, you know, Jake... What? You're, you're, you're just being. I am not. Being, I am yes, not. Are, I think yes, you're. You I, I can't believe you're this outraged over this and can't see the difference between this and what the Houston Astros did. There's a there's a cavernous difference. Cheating's cheating. This isn't cheating. Yes, it is. How is it cheating? Cheating is breaking a rule. This it this, is. This may have they been violated illegal. a rule. They, they had a team not. workout. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> Define a team workout for me. Can I can I please put this to the to our our fine reasonable listeners you know i mean i just at jake scott zone at gordon monson at austin horton uh tell us what you think did the lakers violate rules by getting together to have team workouts not in the laker facility but in a rich fan's house it's the same thing either way and if you agree with gordon i'd like to see that rule it is. It says no no work, team it. workouts allowed. They didn't have they, a team workout. Yes, they did. They did not. They ever had it repeatedly. LeBron calling people up saying, hey, fellas, let's get together over at what's-his-name's house. That's LeBron, not the team. It is the team. Frank Vogel didn't, <laughs> uh, didn't set up the practice. A bunch of dudes got together. A bunch of dudes who so happened if to they play were, for the Lakers. If they were barbecuing, it would be fine. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. They be, That's then madness. They be, then they wouldn't be violating the rule. I want no practicing in the offseason ever. When the, when things go back to normal, once the offseason hits, n- not allowed to touch a basketball they got until together. the next season because they it got, would be they unfair. Got together. Jake, oh, wait, wait, wait. Stop for a second and open your ears. They got together as a team and held workouts. Uh, 
I could say they got together as a group of dudes and played basketball. I don't know what to say. But and and with the with the Mike Conley example, and again, this is something we just invented, where if he had his his shooting coach move in with him during this whole thing, you said that would violate it too, and that's nothing even remotely resembling a team workout. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's got feathers like a duck, it's a duck. So you're going with the I know it when I see it defense? <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing here? I know it when I see it? I cannot believe that you're hiding behind terminology. It wasn't in the team facility. It I'm, was, in effect, the same thing. I'm, I'm just going in by, a different location. I'm going by rules. Rules. The rule was no team workouts. They didn't have a team workout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's stop. Because this is like slamming my head against a wall. I know. It's so hard for you to be uh, wrong. Uh, uh, let's see here. Wait, wait, wait. Austin, I'm waiting for it. Uh, I'm still waiting, 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 waiting. I I'd a, agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. A couple of tweets coming in. One Thank from you, One from Thank Sam. You. Sam, who says, I'm on your side. Gordon is sounding crazy. And then Mike says, Gordon is nuts. Maybe he should run for president in Russia. A <laughs> <laughs> rule's a freaking rule. And they Come didn't, on! And they didn't violate it. Okay, then wait till the Jazz end up playing the Lakers, and the Lakers absolutely roll them because the Lakers are a fine-tuned machine because they've been cheating. Then tell me how these Jazz it's fans will respond to that. Cheating. And by the way, if the if Jazz fans found out that the Jazz had been secretly working out for a month, they would celebrate. Well, they haven't been. I don't think they have been either. But you get my point. Well, either way. So, really I mean, uh, I guess we can we can shame them for violating the law, but they didn't break an NBA rule. Therefore, it's not cheating. They did. Jake, how do you say they didn't break a rule if they're getting together as a team to practice? Because it was not a team practice. Uh, but, it, but essentially it was. It was the, it was had it had all the same elements as a team practice. It just wasn't at the Lakers practice facility. And thus, they didn't violate the rule. And were coaches involved? One very important coach, LeBron James. But he is not a coach. See, we have, uh, let's see, our friends well, from the Utah Jazz Fan Show says, Jake is talking like LeBron is not the Lakers GM. <laughs> but 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 the, you're mis- well said. But he's Listen not to what the man is saying. He to you. is not. He is not the coach. Uh, he's not the GM. I don't care what he does behind the scenes. His title is not GM or coach. Therefore, a rule was not violated. Why is this so hard to understand? That's that's very similar to uh, Rick Patino didn't break a rule. His assistant coach broke a rule that he had no yeah. idea was happening. Yes, of course. Okay. We all know who was calling the shots. Courtney on Twitter says you can't blame guys for exercising on their own time. Exactly. They were exor- They weren't exercising on their own time. Yes, they, were they were exercising together as a team. And he can't tell me Frank Vogel didn't know about it. It doesn't matter. Does not matter. Did not violate a rule. Does not matter. Well, I think he did. But but it it clearly did not though. That's see this is you what is so this, maddening you, to you, me. You take this before Judge Wapner, and I'm telling you right now, guilty is charged. <laughs> Stop 
<laughs> the Lakers did not cheat by having a, a, a casual, non-official workout together. Casual? They've been doing this for a while now. It doesn't now. matter. It doesn't matter. So say you. Ugh. We're losing sight of the fact that the Lakers were doing this, and therefore they must have been breaking rules because it's the Lakers. <laughs> All right. We'll have more coming up. That was an unexpected Please. argument. You yeah. know, you you pick the weirdest things to, well, to dig your heels. You in know, about. you're the one that's being all picky weird on this one. And next, why pineapple doesn't belong on pizza? <laughs> Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. I like that that joke about Gordon being president of Russia. That made me laugh. Gordon Putin. Vladimir Monson. That sounds much better. Better than being an anarchist. Well, maybe not. Yeah, darn right. Well, maybe Jake not. Wants to, Jake wants to disassemble the government piece by piece. Gordon wants to punish people for violating rules that don't exist. That they didn't violate. Jake's well, it's the liber- spirit of the Jake's thing. Jake's a libertarian that says, I think any, any individual American should be able to do whatever any individual American wants. 97.5. And for the greater good the of the country, ah, the hell with it. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're getting some response here. Did the uh, Lakers cheat or not? Uh, by the way, band of the day today is Justin Timberlake, brought to you by uh, Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. I selected Justin Timberlake today, Gordon, because we brought him up on the show yesterday. Let's play a little JT today. All right. Uh, feedback on if the Lakers cheated or not. They had an unofficial get-together that Gordon is trying to label as a, as, a, as a team they activity. Regular, they had regular team practices. Uh, so let's uh, let's get to some of the uh, some of the outrage here. Let's see. Uh, Jace says all of my friends who played college basketball always had unofficial practices during the times of the year. Practices weren't allowed. They didn't have to go, but were uh, afraid what would happen if they didn't show. But still, not punished for it because they didn't break a rule. Jeremy says I agree with Gordon. It's a sneaky way around a rule to be able to get. Uh, wait, it just clipped off. Uh, on the rule to be able to get the edge when other teams couldn't get together. Why couldn't other teams do the same thing? Jake, you know why. Other teams were scattered around all over the place. And the Lakers weren't? Apparently not. Hmm. Uh, uh, let's see here. More uh, response coming in. Uh, I love this one. This is my absolute favorite. Uh, from Jace, who says... Just downloaded and made a Twitter to tell Jake he's wrong. <laughs> if the Lakers players got together, it's a team practice. It clearly is a team practice. They clearly broke the rules. First of What's all, what's his handle? I want to give him a follow. Uh, I it would. It's a lot of numbers. He just went his name so, and then a bunch of numbers. So your favorite tweet, your favorite response was somebody who was telling you that you were wrong. Well, that's hilarious. He downloaded the app and made a Twitter to tell me that uh, that I'm wrong. You know what, Jace? You can disagree with me 
Anytime. I'll, I'll absolutely read it. Because Say his full name. He was so motivated to tell me that uh, that I was wrong that he downloaded a Twitter. That's amazing. Uh, hey, at, Jace, Jace, Jake just gave you permission to disagree with him. At J-A-S-E-6-9-3-5-2-7-5-7. Thank you, citizen six nine three five two seven five seven. I hope that's not one follower. Uh, let's see here. Here comes the spam. Zach, uh, Zach's right on the money. He says if they didn't get fined for not practicing, it's not a team practice. Well, maybe they haven't issued any kind of uh, punitive action yet. How can you tell your players what they can or cannot do? On their personal time, Jake, they got what? together. They got together and practiced. So, it wasn't an official team so. practice. They didn't break any rule. You might not approve, but they didn't break a rule. I think they did break a rule. Well, that's where we disagree. Well, let's get uh, let's get Commissioner Silver on the old horn. Why isn't he doing anything about it? <laughs> because they didn't break a rule. Maybe it's because of the freaking sensitivity of the situation, and they don't want to stir up more dust at this particular time, as they're trying to get ready to gather in Orlando. They got enough on their plate already. You don't think other franchises would be in his ear saying they broke a rule? They need to be punished. Come on. Oh, Come oh I on. think that, I, th- I think that's happening. I don't know. But it, he's but not I going to imagine. do anything because they did not break a rule. If there were special COVID rules Jake, that they, Jake, they created. Jake, Jake, you're smart enough to see what we're saying here. Okay. It, whether whether you're right or you're wrong, technically speaking, you understand what we're saying here, right? That that's an advantage that other teams may not have had. And so that's, a, is, that's a creative way to try and get Jake to admit he was wrong. So is having LeBron James. What's your point? Whether you're <laughs> right or wrong doesn't matter, but you agree with us, right? <laughs> oh, Aaron sides with you. He says Jake is always wrong. He's right this time. Gordon, uh, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Shout out to you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. You're, you're welcome, always welcome, wrong, except for this one time. Welcome to the good side, buddy. Welcome aboard. There's plenty of room. He sounds like he hated himself for agreeing with it's, you. I, I'm happy to have him, man. I, you know, I'm 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 all about people being correct when when analyzing situations. Of course, I'm a, you I'm are. A big, That's I'm why a you're big such a good friend of, of mine. <laughs> I can't believe you think. What is this like? Uh, is this like, just banish the Lakers forever? How dare you get together on your personal time and shoot baskets with your teammates? Shame, shame. They need to go by way of the whatever uh, White Sox World Series team that fixed it. Out, everybody, banned for life. Cheaters. Hashtag cheaters. Do you remember that? Have we, t- t- have we tumbled down this rabbit hole far enough? I think we have. Do you remember the show Cheaters? Anybody out there remember that television yeah, show? Yeah, is that when they would they would catch somebody who was cheating on? What a horrible girlfriend. slash amazing concept for a television show! <laughs> <laughs> didn't you, they just sort of didn't they bushwhack them? You yeah, know, if, you, if you thought your spouse was cheating, you called the show. They put private investigators, or I guess it didn't have to be your spouse, your loved one, or whatever, your mm-hmm. partner, what whatever word you want to use. Uh, they put a private investigator on on them. 
filmed it. And then, of course, the the climax of the show was the the confrontation where, of, yes, as they you're saying, they would just jump out of an Astro van with a camera crew, <laughs> bushwhacking. Gotcha! <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? I mean, it is a uh, it is amazing. And did I know the, you're naked as the day you were born, Peter. But what do you have to say? And did you know did that they blur the, out certain parts? The host got stabbed once, and I kind of think you should have seen that coming. No, going back why, to yesterday, I, right? You know what? I'm surprised to your point that it didn't happen more just once every other episode is this guy getting uh harmed physically that might be my reaction if someone bursts in on me and i'm naked is i just start stabbing here's the problem here's the problem let's say you have some guy who is um who is uh about to pop the question to his loved one and and uh but he goes out the night before he proposes. He goes out and and uh, parties with uh, ten other women. Jake would swoop in and say, "Well, you know, technically he's not cheating because he hadn't popped the question yet." What are, What are you talking about? <laughs> that's, no, Jake would say he's in a committed relationship. Therefore, that's cheating, right? No, he wouldn't. He'd look for some technicality to get him on, to get him out of the whole mess. <laughs> nice correction. This there. is just a, a, a dreadful comparison. Uh, <laughs> but I guess let's that see would, what J six nine three five seven two seven eight says. Jake, I was tying in the cheater to show. With your relying on some little technicality to get them out of the trouble. I I guess cheating would be defined by the rules established within a relationship, much like the rules established within the National Basketball Association. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm very sad that I'm still the only follower of J69352757. Got a great handle. It rolls right off the tongue. Great uh, handle think, from I our guy he deserves, he deserves a bunch of followers. He's had, so. He has issued two tweets, and they've both been dynamite. That's 100% he's batting right there. <laughs> Calling Jake out in both, right? Uh, here's right the second on, one. Well, I'll, I'll read Jace's second one. Sorry, I didn't really realize he had sent in another. Here it is. He said, you're right. They wouldn't be breaking rules if they got together and had a barbecue. Even if it was the whole team at the facility, it's not a team practice. But if they have a team practice at the facility or elsewhere, rule broken. Oh, what a flip-flopper, J69352757. What do you mean flip-flopper? He's not a flip-flopper at all. No, He's been consistent he, in calling Jake out. He is consistent. He's just wrong. <laughs> so Jake, so how many – How many? let, let me ask you this. Are you one of those one. guys who essentially says anybody who disagrees with you is wrong? Uh, says you're right, by the way. I don't know. Most of the time. Uh, he was saying I was right about the barbecue. Okay. That it would uh, that would not be but, a violation. Yeah, but he's, wrong. Tweet, so, he's, say, he's wrong. saying he's saying you're wrong about the main point here. Right. Yes. Yes. I, right. We're we're not. To, you, nope. You have to be right. Jace Dale noted the app to tell me <laughs> I was wrong. I'm I'm well aware of of Jace's opinion. It's <laughs> it's fine, but he is is wrong. Let me ask you this: How many players have to be present to qualify as a team activity? I don't know. Don't One. you think you ought to know if you're you're saying that the, they violated a rule? What if it was two players? Is that violating three, and four? And their teammates? Five? What For are they while, Yes. For a while there, that was against the rules. What rule? That you couldn't, that did, wasn't it the teams couldn't hold group workouts at all? At the team facility. Jeez, oh, okay, whatever. I, I don't want to control Americans' personal lives, but apparently... <laughs> 
Oh my gosh! All right, we're gonna get we're gonna get Pardon out, me out while of I go this. Slam my head in the door. I gotta... We're gonna get out of this vicious, ridiculous circle. Coming up next, we've got what's going on. Mark Pope was on the station with Hans and Scotty. We'll uh, let you hear part of that. Also, Hans kind of was awarded something. Oh, we've got uh, scratch that. That's coming up at four. We've got Cody Taylor from Rookie Wire coming up next, uh, talking maybe some NBA draft. He uh, mentioned Yoli Childs. We'll ask him about that, but really we'll we'll cover a, a variety of NBA topics. So stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.